Hi. Hey, hey. This is Anthony Montgomery. And Dominic Keating. And you're listening to... Trek Mate. Trek Mate. You've been Trek Mated, mate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trek Mate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. Hello everybody. My name's Jude Hawkins and I'm hoping my voice sounds better on this new microphone i'm using but we've no idea until we hear this podcast back uh like you guys so yeah. this may all be for nothing but yeah i've got a brand new lovely mic and wayne's got an amazing new studio um i don't think we're doing this on youtube or anything but if we were it it looks awesome and uh welcome to tra- uh, to track mate people yes no well and it it makes After me a look a it makes me look a liar because I recorded uh, the last podcast that I done with Dom probably about four weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was just like Jude's not very good in himself, so no, he's going to try. Been, I've not been well, so I was like, he's going to try and join us as soon as he can, and then this will come out literally the week after and be like, oh, he's fucking there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah, mate. How are you I'm, feeling now? Uh, I'm still shit. <laughs> and I'm just going to be honest. Like I'm taking sort of like over-the-counter uh, pain relief in the daytime and sometimes in the evening. But if I'm not taking over-the-counter pain relief in the evening, I'm taking drink water medication in the evening, which is what I'm doing tonight, um, which I'm, I'm good with. Like if I'd taken the other, like I'd be asleep by now basically mm-hmm. um but yeah just not good um I'll, I'll just only talk about it briefly but ever since christmas so like mid-december i've just had the worst pain i've ever had in my life in my side uh left side like my stomach sort of and i have no idea what it is i've i, I can speculate and stuff but the the nhs gave me a good two months month and a half uh wait time before i could have a scan uh, so I'm, I've got a scan on the 3rd of March, I think. So I'm going to go in and uh, sort of looking forward to finding out what it is. Mm-hmm. So I can finally label whatever the hell this bizarre pain is. I've got all day long and I can't run. I can't pick thing, pick things up off the floor or pick heavy things up without feeling pain. I'm just like, I've just learned to, to manage it basically in the last couple of months. But I really want to know what it is so I can work out, you know, is it a surgery I need to have? Is it 
you, you know, I, d- I don't know what we'll, we'll see, but um, it's even gotten in the way of um, well, trackmate in general. I've got to apologise. Well, I do and I don't. You know, I know anyone who listens to this show will understand, but you know, I wish I could have been recording with you um, about everything and anything, um, but it's just not been realistic for me to be able to do it most of the time because I've been in so much pain and. I organised, uh, well, for the first time ever, I organised a guest who I was, you know, proud to report to you. Like, oh, I've got as a guest. You're going to love it. The people mm-hmm. are going to love it. And I don't want to say who it is because I don't want some other Star Trek podcast to go, like, oh, yeah, we hadn't before asking that person. We'll get that person on. Like, <laughs> while, uh, while we're waiting for, while the world's waiting for you to recover. But, like... Um, but it's going to be good. You think so, don't you? Oh, it's definitely going to be good. But they were very understanding when we, we were we were kind of good to go in, and I just had to be honest with them. It was like it was within a 24-hour period where I was just like, this person's in the US, and I've just got to contact them and just say, look, I I really messed up. Like, can you just give me a couple of weeks or so, and we'll we'll do it then. And uh, they were very understanding and, and said, yeah, um, so I'll get back to them uh, when everything's good. But but tonight, yeah, I, we've spoken in text and on the phone, me and Wayne, and just said, like, you know, we could do one with just us or, or Dom as well, which we've spoken about possibly doing. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm glad to be back. But, yeah, when I, if, if, if we've got a guest on the show, I'd rather not be, like five drinks in i'd rather be like no drinks in or one or two <laughs> yeah uh, you know just not because because right now like i'm not we're on wednesday night so i'm not drinking because it's like i'm celebrating something it's just literally to ignore the pain in my side if i'm honest um hopefully that's it uh, but it's hopefully the next couple of weeks until your scan aren't going to be too horrendous for you and might they manage to actually find what the issue is i'm managing the pain you know i'm just i'm exercising every day but that exercise is just walking i don't run or do anything too strenuous or pick anything up too heavy but but yeah like you say the answers will be with me in just over two weeks so uh yeah Mm -hmm. looking forward to that and thanks for being patient everyone and um i look forward to listening to wayne's episode that he's done a week ago he says he's going to put out an episode that he did with Dom you will have heard that already and I look forward to listening to that he says he's got to do a bit of editing a little bit of editing which anyone who's heard Dom before and heard stuff we didn't edit won't be too surprised I suppose yeah no exactly but that's what he's good for on this pod like he's all very well behaved on his own YouTube channel but when he comes on here he's just like oh fuck it yeah, I said Jude and Wayne don't care. There are um, yeah. there's just certain things that we need to edit. So, but still, so that's yeah, that's going to have been out last week. And uh, just to give you a very brief uh, yeah, insight, yeah, I'd like mate, to hear a little bit about it before I listen to it. Uh, it was shit. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're discussing discovery season three is it they're on now yeah discovery it's finished, season three 
has finished. finished. Thank fuck. Um, yeah, no, it's finished. It was awful. Um, there's just all common sense goes out of the window. Doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I man, what, what did I watch? Did I watch just one episode or was it one and a half? I can't even remember that. One. Yeah, just one. It was one. It was one and done. Where I was relying on season three to like draw me back in. Please come on. I want to be part of this. Like don't keep pushing me away more and more. Bring me back in. I love you. You know. But yeah. it's like no, no. Sorry, you've shit on the floor. You've ruined everything. That's a pretty I've good analogy. Relationship. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's pretty good analogy because honestly, that's how it made you feel. It made you feel like all of the writers are just shit down your throat. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'd already They're told you. Pissed is what I felt. I'd already told you in uh, text that it turned out the burn was created by a boy screaming. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, that was it. That became a thing where when we were recording, so it must have been for the next three yeah. to six episodes or something where you were texting me and telling me what was happening and then we'd record a pod and I was just being honest and just saying, I honestly thought Wayne was pulling my leg. Like everything he texted me, I was just like, really? Yeah. Is that really what happened, or have you just made that up just to make me laugh, just to see if I'll believe it? But the thing but is, I know you're what, telling the truth. Whatever I would have made up would have been better. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Like, yeah, because sometimes you would have me guess. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. you'd guess, like, guess what happened this week? Like, guess why this happened? And I'd just be like, oh, I don't know, maybe this, maybe this. But, like, the more it went on, I was just like, I don't even know anymore. But there I really is no don't. Logic. You're trying to ask me to find logic. Yeah. where there is none to be found absolutely absolutely zero logic to be found and it's honestly it well and we leave the the season with michael burnham becoming captain of discovery i, I read a bit of it online but yeah i just just throw my pans up in the air and just just yeah <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's i'm not watching it i'm still no. not watching it no, but now that we, now that we've I, I've vented on the pod and me and Dom have discussed it at length, I think we can now not worry about uh, yeah, discovery for yeah, now. Yeah, it's good to get it out, and and it was good for me to to give up on it. It really was where I just felt like, why am I torturing myself? I know I do a, a Star Trek podcast, which I absolutely love, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favourite things in life to to be able to know that I'm going to come back on here within seven to 14 days usually mm-hmm. if someone's not really ill um but seriously it was such a weight off my shoulders and my mind to not have to try to like something why should i like it's it's their responsibility the writers and the producers and the directors to to make sure that this is what it should be yeah yeah exactly but it's, it's kind of discovery related uh but a little bit of star trek news Mm -hmm. apparently this week filming starts on strange new worlds the pike series oh okay yeah yeah i'm willing to give it a go yeah of course i'm not just just because the discoveries wound me up Uh, even picard i'll even watch the next picard like i've got more ties to that than i do discovery Mm -hmm. And the thing I've got is, more reason to give it, keep giving it a chance, you know. And to be fair, 
Pike was the best thing about season two. Yeah. Yeah, arguably, yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see why people, anyone would say that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see whether that turns out better than what Discovery is. I mean, Pike always was a good character to begin with. It, like, Kirk only existed because uh, the guy uh, who played him, who played Pike, just chose not to continue, as far as I know. And now that that series won't I, be I think relying we would have on had, Burnham... We would have had Captain Pike in TOS, wouldn't we? If uh, if it wasn't for the actor saying, like, oh, no, nah, I'm going to go do this. I don't right. know for sure whether that was the case or whether they just changed the character for the rewrite of the pilot. I'm not sure. I'm Down. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone will let yeah, us know. Nice, mate. <laughs> yeah, someone. Oh, but also um, a bit of news that you shared as well, just in case anyone had missed it, was that, yeah, the... Uh, Kate Mulgrew is going to be reading uh, Janeway's autobiography yeah, for an audio book. Facebook thing. Yes, that's very, very cool. I love the idea of that. I, w- I wish they would get them all to do that. And funnily enough, it was something that we was only discussing in the Christmas presents episode. It was, yeah, which uh, I'm proud to say for the first time in ages, because it's been ages since I've been on here. That was it. That was that was my last episode, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, so over Christmas, like I got so much into the Christmas spirit. I was doing my dog walks like I do every day, and I was like, I want to listen to a Christmas episode of a podcast, and I just couldn't quite find anything that matched what I wanted. And I was like, oh, I'll just listen to Trek, mate, and really enjoyed it. I thought that sounds egotistical, but... Uh, but yeah, I did really list, uh, enjoyed listening to his back with our uh, imaginary virtual present. Well, actually, one of them became a reality. You sent me the top trumps, which was fucking brilliant. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Cheers. Yeah, no, and uh, I'm I'm uh, glad that you like it. I love top trumps. Oh, me too. Yeah, really, really do. I've been trying to work out a way that we could actually play together um online but i don't think you really can i've not been able to work it out anyway because the thing is it's one of the ones that even if you had the same if you both had the same deck at different places you'd have to shuffle it the same way to have them yeah, in the same that's order the only way you'd have to agree to put it in an exact order but then you'd know what's coming so yeah kind of defeats the point of of the game so uh, something and- to look forward to when we're finally in the same room again. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe some people, some board game uh, companies do actually have like online versions of their games. I wonder if Top we'll Trump's into it. Actually does. That'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely look into that. Yeah. Or if someone can save us the time, <laughs> by the time this pod comes out, they might be able to say, yep, yeah, I've been on that. No, no, apparently it doesn't. Oh, no, that's okay. mad. That's madness. It should. There's plenty. Especially there's... right now, given what's happening right now. I mean, me and my wife just keep saying to each other at the moment. We've been saying for like about two or three months now. What if this is the new norm? Mm-hmm. What if the pandemic isn't a year or a year and a half? What if it's two years, three years, four years? We just don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but I'm just saying you you don't know. Well, that's like, the thing. It's 
I, I, I'm not sure if this year, like all of the events that people have got lined up this um, year, are going to be. Every single event I see, I'm just like, that's not happening. That's not happening. All yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've got um, events that I want to go to, um, which I've not got tickets for, but like, I d- just don't believe they're happening. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm just like, yes, if it's happening, I'll go, but I don't believe it's going to happen. And every bit of uh, optimism <laughs> from people online on Facebook, you know, just saying like, oh, is this happening? And I, I don't comment anymore, but I just think like, no, that ain't fucking happening. You're kidding yourself if you think that's happening in that month. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like when I see people, whether it's like for the love of wrestling or whether it's other things like people getting excited for stuff, I'm just like, I really don't think that's going to be happening. Because even if things are easing off, are they going to really allow that many people into one space? No, because, I mean, if you want to go from one distant country to another, you've got to, like, uh, isolate in a hotel room for 14 days on one side and 14 days on another side, and people don't have that sort of money to do mm-hmm. that. It's not cheap. You know, you've got to get all the testing as well. So for most normal people like us, me and you, and people listening to this pod, I presume, you're just going to have to be wait. You're just going to have to wait and be patient and just try and enjoy what you've got around you and, like, at the very least, just hope that, um, like, the tears of the UK calm down so we can at least travel around our own country maybe that I, I think mm-hmm. that's the best my family's hoping for in 2021 mm-hmm. uh, um, we live in the south and we're just like hopeful that we can just travel to the Isle of Wight you know yeah. just like half an hour on the ferry and well, bring the, the dog with us like we'll be happy with that this year if we can do that that'd be bloody brilliant that's uh, that's kind of like our goal is like We've given up on the idea of being able to go abroad this year and just been like, okay, then, well, if we can get four days away at a haven or something later yeah. in the year. Yeah, just be grateful for that if, if you can. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like at the moment, I know Haven are actually taking bookings for throughout the year, but none mm. of their stuff is actually open. It's just a question of like you would be able to They'll rent. just cancel it like a week before you're due to go if it's still not happening sort of Well, thing. no, what they're doing is basically like you can rent the caravan, but literally nothing else is open. Oh, I see. So okay. like none of the entertainment, none of anything else is open. But if oh, that's... I but if it's but like obviously that, we're not allowed to move. We're not allowed to leave our uh, counties. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. And also, would you really want to go if you can go down, but there's no swimming pools? No, none of the local cafes are open. If you're none asking local... me, my answer is yes. I kind of would. Like at the moment, we're so fed up of just being in the same tiny little mm. bubble, tiny little circle. And yes, we just would like to be somewhere else. Mm. just like to walk somewhere else like honestly i'd be grateful for that like i've got big plans i'd love to go to destination star trek i'd love to go to wrestlemania again next year which i've not been i missed last year's wrestlemania wrestlemania Mm. is going to happen in a couple of weeks which i was supposed to go to that as well i'm not i had to cancel hotels i had to cancel flights for a second time um so now it's supposed to be in Dallas in 2022. I've already booked a hotel. I've already got uh, vouchers for British Airways, which I will uh, 
book as long as it's refundable. But I don't even believe I'm going with that. Like, I want to. I've got everything for sort of in place in my bank and stuff, but I don't believe I'm going to it. But as long as I can get everything refunded, I'll, I'll give everything a go. Yeah. Not Showmasters. Uh, <laughs> I'll wait till the, like, the week before for Showmasters because I don't think any of that stuff's happening. I think they're dreaming if they think that uh, Kate Mulgrew's coming in October or whenever it is. Well, that's a, well. Uh, they could be able to get Marina Sirtis. She's just moved back to the UK. Oh, is she? Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's now living in the UK, so. Oh, God. I'm just going to say it now, because I know he's not going to listen. He only listens when he's actually on, I presume. But mm. I love the outtakes on that um, Larry Nemechek. <laughs> One of the last Larry Nemechek interviews we did, where we were just having a laugh and a joke about conventions in the uk it was at the beginning of this i can't and we were saying like yeah I, I said to larry i was like a destination star trek 2020 headlined by uh what's his name um the guy from voyager i actually got a laugh oh, out of man him. who interrupted me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah because that's the thing are they really going to be wanting to put themselves in position like that first of all they don't want to, and I don't blame them at all. Why the hell would someone like Kate Mulgrew sacrifice her health and the health of her family and friends and isolate in a hotel for 14 days to come here, mm-hmm. then to have three days of handshaking, hugging, potential kissing or whatever else with strangers? Yeah, strangers that love her and adore her and stuff. And then another 14 days to go back just for a bit of cash. She's, she's not going to do that. And neither are most of the uh, Star Trek cast, I think. I suppose you could set it up like the post office, just like a bit that you slot whatever you want signed through, through a perspex hole. Yeah, we've <laughs> spoke about this. Yeah, there is options. But, I mean, it's ridiculous to the point of, like, what is what is the point? If you were going to do that, if you've got, like, hey, there's Chakotay on the other side of this massive plastic screen. Like, we're both going to lean up against it. Like, yeah. why? It just makes you both look like weirdos. Yeah. No, I I totally get it. And it, I don't know. I the think... only person that would potentially work with was uh, Le- Leonard Nimoy, if he was still around, mm-hmm. for the Wrath uh, of Khan thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Everyone else. It's like, nah. Oh, we just I... look weird now. I don't know. We, uh, as more people are getting vaccinated, because I know Patrick Stewart and Kate Mulgrew have both had their first vaccinations. But with uh, the main vaccination, you need two anyway. Yeah, so it, that's what I'm saying. Once they've had the second ones, whether they would feel more comfortable. But at the same time, it does. you still wouldn't want to put yourself in that position to be meeting that many thousands of people. Patrick Stewart wasn't that keen on meeting people two or three years ago for, uh, because of his health, which mm-hmm. I didn't really blame him. He's yeah. never meeting anyone again. No. And I no. don't blame him. It's, yeah, it, it and it sucks. It, it, it does suck, the whole situation. Yeah, but, it, it's a shame, yeah. But it's, as you said, it's, it's we've just got to roll with these punches. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. And fingers crossed, 
I don't think it'll be this year, but fingers crossed next year will be back to some form of nearly normal. That's me too. Yeah, I've I've just been saying for a while now, like, you know, uh, don't expect anything entertainment-wise, like uh, entertainment big events-wise to happen in 2021. Like, if, if we're all sensible, just leave it to 2022 and let's see what's happening then. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm kind of hopeful for WrestleMania, which will be... 2022 in Dallas but even then I'm just like I will not be surprised I won't be massively disappointed because I've I've had it cancelled on me twice now and you've you've mentally prepared yourself for oh definitely yeah I actually technically at this time have three different holidays booked Mm -hmm. one way or another in some form whether it be just the hotels just the flights or whatever and I don't expect any of them to happen, but they're all refundable, so, That's so it's it. no big deal. Exactly. If it happens, great. If not, then... And I, I would say this as well. I don't know if you feel this way and if uh, the listeners feel this way, but the one good thing about this stupid fucking pandemic is it's made me appreciate my family more, mm-hmm. my immediate family more, you know, my wife and kids, because... You have to. You've either got to love Sorry. them and appreciate them more than you ever did, or you kill them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. That's it's. Uh, it, you either come out closer or hating each other. So yeah, which yeah, it's it's been really good for that. I would say, to be honest, mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate what I've got at home. It just frustrates me at the moment that we just can't leave like a certain mile radius, which for us is it's not very big. The and only thing we're not for me willing is, to risk. Yeah. Is bloody homeschooling. Oh god, it's driving me bonkers. Yeah. Bloody homeschooling. I, I've one sixteen, so he's fine. I mm-hmm. can just let him get on with it. He's in college. Mm-hmm. But the five year old and, and you've got three of them, fucking hell. Yeah. That times three. Oh god. And it's just, it's just, it doesn't stop. As you said, if it was one, it would be bearable. But having Look, three I, of I'm them finding going, it hard just with the one, honestly. I really am. Yeah. Very difficult. Honestly, fucking hats off to the teachers. I just could... have to keep reminding myself that, you know, he is doing his best. Little mm-hmm. Captain Cisco, and, and I'm doing my best, and we can't do any more than that. That is all you can do. What that is all you, you do. do, yeah. Yeah, no, well, that's it. We've, we're all in this together as a... Yeah, the, that's the phrase. It's one the, of the phrases. The, the, the wise Troy Bolton once said, that's a high school musical um, reference. <laughs> I'm just going to grab some, I'm going to grab one of my Christmas presents. Oh, go for it. I'm going to try and do it without having to unplug anything. Oh, stretch, dude, stretch. You can do it. This this Christmas oh shit. This Christmas oh. present. Look, I'd seen it. Sorry, I'm on this mic. This Christmas present. I'd seen it in the uh, in the shop for like about two months, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking to myself, like if if I was my it was my older son that got it for me. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it several times and thinking if I was him. This is what I would buy for me because it was like in the for sale section for so long. Yeah. But like obviously he knows I love it as well and he does in his own way. 
but I'm just going to see if you recognise what it is. I'll get it on the camera. I haven't got any of the stupid backgrounds on today. Right. Here we go. So I'm about to put them on the camera. Oh, the plane with <laughs> Marty and Doc. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It, honestly, they, uh, I think the uh, Play must be doing okay with Back to the Future because they've just oh, yeah. announced new sets. Yeah. Well, to get to get the deal in the first place is an achievement for them. Yeah. Really. Oh, definitely. And because they've just announced, uh, I think it, I can't remember what the two new sets were, but I know that one of them is like the DeLorean getting pushed by the train. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty damn cool. And I said to Neil, I said, to be honest, I would love they uh, anyone to bring out a model of the time train because you never see the train. No, you don't. You get plenty of the DeLoreans. Of course. But yeah, and uh, funnily enough, I just built one. I just it, it just. Uh, I was just gonna say, yeah, cheap plug. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap plug for the YouTube channel. Yeah, no, I just... Uh, it's I, very good. It is very good. Uh, yeah, Wayne's I, done a video of a wooden uh, DeLorean that you put together, uh, the, the Hover, the, the Back to the Future 2 version. Yes, it, so it's got Mr. Fusion. Really good, really nice. That's like a sped-up video. I don't know what you call that. Time-lapse? Yeah, time-lapse, because it's the Incredibuilds uh, company that do it, and I uh, they have released other ones including i've uh, got the star trek original oh, enterprise to make so he's going to cool. be coming up next and this one actually looks like it's got she. far <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> it looks like it's got far less pieces than uh, really? the delorean yeah oh. so i think the you build is actually been the other way around yeah, the build is actually going to be a lot quicker, but they also have the Enterprise D as well. So this is like the TOS Enterprise that I've got, but I think I might actually pick up the Enterprise D at some point if I like the look of this one as well. Oh, but, yeah, it's got to be done, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, while we're on the subject of that sort of stuff... Mm. I'm just going to ask you a question and sort of like dart around it a bit. Like, okay. I'd said for, I was going to do an unboxing type of video. Mm-hmm. I actually did the unboxing in real life because I, I, at the time when I did it, I asked myself, shall I do this on YouTube? And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered. And after I said like to you in a phone call or a text, I was just like, oh, I'll just do it for Wayne and me. And if anyone watches it, that's cool. But there's something Trek make related which i'm sort of like itching to show you but if you'd rather watch it in a youtube video that i record which i'm close to doing because i've i said to you i was trying to get loads of uh stuff deleted off my computer so i can get stuff off my phone to put on the computer and then record a video yeah but if you want a sneak peek i could show you or you could wait for the youtube video it's your choice i don't think you always choose the sneak peek. You I always, always... Say, oh, I just want to see it now. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Let me come now. <laughs> God, let's, so have a, let's have a sneak peek, dude. All right. Um, I need to just walk to the other side of the room. So just okay. like give me a theme tune or well, just talk. <laughs> you just won't hear us. 
Yeah, yeah, because I'm on this mic down here. So, yeah, yeah, just give me 10 seconds. Okay. Google's got 10 seconds. Start moving about. And whilst he's doing that, I think, uh, actually, no, I'll wait until I'm uh, he's back because I think I might grab something as well. This is all brilliant stuff for audio podcasting. Yeah, I'm back. I am, I am back now. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So you, well, yeah, you obviously want me to tell you because you got me to walk over there. Mm-hmm. So I actually revealed it on a uh, Trekmate podcast. It could have be, even been the last one for all I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last episode we did. But I'd actually said to Wayne, and I know there's going to be like a bunch of listeners right now, which when I say this, I'll just go, oh, shut up. And just fucking fast forward like 50 seconds <laughs> like I do when I'm listening to a podcast and suddenly someone starts talking about American football or baseball or something. Just like, it's oh, wrestling up. related. <laughs> no, no, it's not wrestling. No, it's no. worse. <laughs> At least there's some there's some crossover with wrestling and Star Trek. Like big show starring in yeah. Enterprise and The Rock and Voyager. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will put this on the screen. I have. Oh, I told, and you jolly! I I, I did my first posts. ever. I backed my first ever Kickstarter thing a couple of months ago, and it's absolutely fucking brilliant. Oh, it I, is. Uh, this is Shenmue World magazine. I absolutely love it. It is so worth it. It's ridiculous. Look at the thickness. This is not a magazine. This is a book. That's a fucking book. Honestly. I got like, as well as this book, I got like six postcards, eight stickers, um, a poster, a signed thing by Fuku-san and Ren, like the voiceover actor of him. Um other stuff as well that I can't even remember because I purposely put it to one side so I could make a uh, unboxing type video of it. I um, I was gonna message you to ask if yours had come because I saw online people posting like, yeah, it's oh, come. Yeah, yeah. I only resisted the urge because of this. But anyway, like, I don't know if it's gonna show up on the. I don't think it will. Oh, is that the spiral with the names on of the backers? Trying to get it as close as I can where I can I still can see, see it. I can see you, Jude Hawkins. I am the first podcast. on the list on that bit. Yeah, you're right at how. the top. I was definitely not the first backer, but somehow on that bit, I am the first person listed. Jude Hawkins, Trackmate Podcast. Excellent. <laughs> Which Love I told it. you on the pod, like I couldn't, I couldn't decide whether to put Jude Hawkins, Wayne Emery. I was going to put Jude Hawkins, Trekmate podcast, Wayne Emery, if it gave me enough uh, characters, oh, but it didn't. I love it. it honestly, if I, I can... thought, if I put Wayne Emery, I didn't know if they might disqualify me or something. Like, oh, no, you've only paid for one person. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it because it, I was gutted that I didn't have the money at the time to actually back it. But Honestly, it... like a little bit of me feels bad for not just forking out an extra 20 quid because that's all it was. Which is an absolute bargain Considering to say. You get like, an I'll just buy one and for yourself yeah. as well. I do feel sort of bad, but because oh, I, I was doing it around Christmas time, I don't, I don't actually have a job. Yeah. I rely on my wife's income for the for, for the whole family. Like I um, 
yeah, I, I was doing Christmas presents for everyone else, so it was it was an awkward time. But if it well, if it was just available at any time, mm-hmm. it's something I would have liked to have uh, done for you. Well, that's the uh, well, I appreciate that, mate. But it's it's one of the things of the timing of it. Yeah. Oh, I've lost you. I don't know if you can hear me, but you're frozen. I can hear you. Oh yeah, you're back. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. You. No, I was just. I was just saying that um, it was very much one of them things, just the timing of it. If it wasn't mm-hmm. like right next to Christmas, I definitely would have backed it. And it looks such amazing quality. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to YouTube the hell out of it. And uh, hopefully, like, I'll reveal so much of the magazine that maybe you'll just be able to, to read it online. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, just the magazine alone, like... He's done. It's, this is one guy who's put this together. He's got like a, a comic bit in here, um, like character profiles from the game, series overview. Well, uh, if, you, if, if you really want to um, tick all the boxes, you could even make it into an SMR video. ASMR video. <laughs> What's the ASMR video? Uh, you, you haven't fallen down that rabbit hole before. It's, no. it's the videos. It's the videos where uh, that people like with people whispering a lot. And oh, I, that right? Yeah. No, like, I know what they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm licking the page now. <laughs> Just flick the pages. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but yeah, there's all sorts of shit in there. I'm really looking forward to it. Excellent. No, I, I partly haven't looked at any of it because I haven't had the time and I've just been trying to enjoy what little time I've got with the whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't talk about it much, but my wife works her absolute arse off for the NHS. Most weeks she works uh, six days a week and scares us every day that <laughs> she's going to bring a certain something home with her. Uh, but she's just trying to do the right thing for us and everyone else um but yeah i would like to make a youtube video on it uh, sometime soon like i say if only if there's only three views and two of them are me and one of them's you that's fine yeah exactly well no <laughs> share it on the shemu pages and you'll oh, get yeah, a whole bunch of four views like two by yeah. me one by you one by the guy who made it yeah that's it oh <laughs> exactly we'll get a couple that's for sure but yeah no i and i'm gonna be doing unboxing videos of my two marty necker video, uh, figures that i got for christmas yeah i might even have an old one in store um i might have one, another turtle one if anyone's bothered about that probably not but uh, i would but like if, to see it but... but if it's still on the computer i will i'll do it i'll put it together i just need to do audio over it Oh, I remember recording the footage in in my back garden where it was a bit lighter, and I just thought I can just do the. I recorded audio over the first one, the the Raphael mm-hmm. Necker one, and I just thought I could do it again, even though it's the same sort of thing. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love them. I, I think they're very good at what they do, Necker. I I spoke to you briefly about it on the pod where I'd said when I was in the shop, it looked for marty and biff the ones i saw anyway but they put a bit too much blusher on them basically like their mm. cheeks and their lips were a bit too red but uh, as 
Darren has said to us a couple of times, you can fix that if you need to. Yeah. Oh, oh you're getting them. You're grabbing yeah, them now. Yeah, I'll just get them down. No, uh, yeah, no, well, and also, as I said to you in conversation as well, I think it's a question of, I think, when you're making figures of things that aren't human faces, mm. you, you've you got a lot more a lot leeway. Easier. Yeah. Just like the, the ones in the, the, the cheapo shops, like B&M Bargains of the uh, Star mm. Trek ones, I'd said to you where Saru looks really good in these new um, mm. bargain versions but spock kirk uhura and picard don't mm. look that great but what? it's because it's it's because um saru yeah he's an alien he's an alien so it's easier yeah. to make that that's for sure looking at the 1985 marcy that Come i've on, got hold, hold him up to your uh, laptop uh, i'll see like he doesn't actually look like he's got as much blusher as what you were describing. No, I'm not seeing too much on the cheeks. It's a bit fuzzy on the camera. I can see his lips uh, are a certain colour, but mm. but no, maybe maybe where I was, they just got a bad batch. It's always possible. Yeah. It 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 was only that for me that held it back. Everything else about it looked great. Uh, two different Martys. No, well. Three different Martys, but one of them was uh, the radioactive uh, suit Marty, so I couldn't really tell. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, I maybe it was because I don't really with the Back to the Future two Marty get any sort of like. Yeah, it's fuzzy, but I can see him quite well, and both of those faces look pretty good. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, I think these might be the next videos that I actually do, but just because I'm desperate to get them out. Yeah, and, and I, can... I look forward to seeing a better, more HD kind of version of that too. Yeah, because I've been purposely not opening them, thinking, okay, no, I will make a video of it because I just love these figures oh, so yeah. much. Well, to, with those turtle, with the first turtle NECA figure I got, I was just like, I know these are already out there. I know that like dozens of people have made these, if not more. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't care. I just wanted to do it for myself and just actually record my reaction. For and that the thing one, is, everything I say in there is is genuine. Like the the thing is, I think I uh, I will probably go back and rewatch <coughs> reopening it just because. Yeah, there's no I, shame in that. No, because I love these figures so much, and they're yeah. absolutely stunning. And I now I want the full collection though, so. I, I, there's still there's Doc Brown, Biff, Marty in the radioactive suit is probably my least priority, but I will get it. Yeah, I could see myself doing the same thing actually, but I think I would have to have them in my hand because yeah. of what we just spoke about uh, first. Mm-hmm. And they've also announced the another Marty McFly, but it's another 1985 McFly. Uh, from when he's uh, the, like the gear that he's wearing when he auditions uh, f- uh, for the Battle of the Bands. What's different for that then? He's not wearing the puffer jacket. He's oh, I'll just a shirt. Yeah, he's just wearing uh, like a shirt. I'm trying to think. I think it's like the white with black stripe. Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't do that many costume changes, so yeah, it, it probably will be. Necker 
Well, are you sure you're not? Are you sure it's not a 1955 version? No, no, like no, that would, like. no, that would make more sense. Yeah, that would make more sense. Um, I'm just trying to find somebody just stole his wallet. He just took his wallet. I tell you what, though, I'm hoping <clears> that <throat> they do the 1885 figures. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I've said on the pod before, even though I absolutely love Westerns now in my adult years, I, I really do. Like, I keep going further and further back mm-hmm. all the time with Westerns. That was my first one. Like, as a kid, as a proper young kid, I just, just didn't like them. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Back to the Future 3, I think that's what got me hooked. Even loads of people would see that as a sort of, like, parody or a joke version of westerns like that got me in there where i was like oh yeah i like that i like that idea yeah i love it now like to me now like westerns like they can be so simple in how they're filmed how they're written how they're acted but as long as you've got a good story and the actors do it in a in a amusing way like it's so easy to do and and pull it off Funnily enough, I haven't watched it yet, but I did see that there is a Western on Netflix, a new Western uh, starring Tom Hanks. Oh, I'm going to watch this. We're going to watch it this week. It's on my my list, and I've said to Sarah uh, at least three times in three days, like, that's what we've got to watch next. I've got to watch that. I've been wanting to watch that ever since I saw it advertised, like, months ago. News it- of the World, it's called. That's it. If you're it, English, it's a bit of a weird name because we have a shitty newspaper called that here. Yeah, no, is it, when I uh, I watched the trailer yesterday for it, I was like, hmm, I mm. like the look of that. Me too. Uh, I, from the trailer, I can't see how I'm not going to like that. And and also as well as like the <clears throat> 1885 figures, I'd like to uh, have a like 2015 dock as well. Can I just say one thing yeah. we've probably said before? Back to the Future and the two Roberts mm-hmm. definitely missed out on not making more jokes about the fact that, like, Marty is literally shagging his mum in Back <laughs> to the Future 3. And it's like, just no, then make no big deal out of it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah this film I'm shagging my mum and I'm doing a really crappy Irish accent. <laughs> we both are! <laughs> they just just don't like make light of it at all just like oh yeah there's no george in this timeline people just like shagging their moms (laughs) yeah that's it pretty much it's fine (laughs) Uh, i i am gonna whatsapp you now the picture because that like you'd have to zoom in to get an idea but it's like he's very... It's just like a whole bunch of the different figures and stuff. And he's top right. Yeah, so the audition one is top right. I love that doc. Ultimate doc. He looks great. He does. Oh, he looks great. So he's actually called Ultimate Marty McFly Audition. So I think yeah, he, he's not got his lifesaver on and he's got a guitar, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Cool. So he's basically... It's, the thing is, I I really like it. I'll definitely get it, but I think it's very similar to the one I've already got. He is. 
Yeah, almost to the point where if I was you, I'd kind of think, I wish I hadn't got that first one. <laughs> oh, no, just... I'm happy to have this one because it's like what he's wearing when he first goes back to the future. So... Yeah, but it is just not the life preserve. <laughs> yeah, no, exa- exactly. It's, it's That one is basically the same, just without the life pre- preserver. And with a very cool looking guitar, which is, is not his own, I think. Yeah, this well, one. Well, it's he's... not the one he's playing earlier on in the film, anyway. No, this one he comes with his yellow guitar. Oh, he does. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so it, with this one he comes with his backpack, the JVC camcorder. So the... he is playing two different guitars in those two scenes, then. Apparently so. <laughs> I haven't actually double checked. No, me neither. I've not really paid that much attention. Uh, I guess he is. Maybe yeah. the yellow guitar actually belongs to Doc. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You never know. I mean, that yellow guitar, I've never seen anyone play that other than Marty in that film. Mm-hmm. So that would actually make sense that somebody custom made that guitar and they tried to make it out to be a custom guitar by Doc. Yeah. And that's why he's playing it in the garage. And at the audition, he's playing a guitar which could potentially belong to himself or one of his band members, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Well, that's it. it or he's maybe does, you're you're a guy who yeah, plays a, instruments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it, do you do you have more than one guitar that you're like, okay, then this is my yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that maybe that is. The case. There's uh, three guitars in my house, and we recently, due to the madness of the pandemic, we just bought a ukulele recently, which everyone's trying to learn to play. Mm-hmm. It's quite fun. Excellent. Uh, I'm honestly, fucking, I've never been talented whatsoever when it comes to. Just for the record, if music. anyone has ever watched, which will be a very small number of people, watch me playing guitar. While Wayne sings on stage at our last mini convention, you would think I'm the worst guitarist in the world. I've never even seen a video of that, which I've said before. I can only presume that it was so fucking bad for everyone who filmed that video, which was at least like four or five people at least. I just said like, yeah, I'm not going to share this with them. It'll probably break their hearts. (laughs) But like, I was like five or six drinks in. Like, after a long day of, like, sort of hard work <laughs> with mm-hmm. the uh, convention. And I'd just done a podcast with the Engage Boys. And me and Wayne didn't practice at all. We really, really didn't. Not um, together, anyway. I practiced loads at home. Yeah, I think Wayne probably did a better job on stage than I did. Um, mm-hmm. It's tricky. It's one of those weird ones, uh, Johnny Be Good, the original Johnny Be Good, where... As a guitarist, it's harder than you you think it's going to be. Like you can learn all these different styles. Like obviously, I'm modern rock and metal sort of first, but uh, but yeah, it was trickier than I thought. And then uh, also five or six drinks in, and <laughs> yeah, well, that's and also as you said, literally, uh, we left what, only a couple of minutes to actually what practice I'm trying to together. Say, I'm trying to justify, you know, saying like. Anyone that has seen that video, that live performance, I am actually better than that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm sure that was utter shite. 
I don't deny it. I've never seen it. Yeah, but the it, reason it, it makes me believe that it is. But uh, but yeah, I can do a lot better than that. It exists somewhere. Yeah. Oh dear. And we'll just have to redo it. That 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 will be our thing. We we were trying to come up with other ideas for other things we could do at future uh, sci-fi palooza events. Mm-hmm. I just say at this point it's going to be at least two years, maybe three years. Let's just do the same thing, but just do it better. People would have forgot by then. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, it is funny. And but I tell you what, at the moment I'm just looking for, uh, through some magazines because when moving into the new studio, mm-hmm. I ended up getting down um, loads of things I haven't had out in ages. And yeah, yeah, it looks good. Like you said at the beginning, it looks very good. You got a lot of cool stuff going on in there i i've seen a, a room tour which you sh- probably should should do for youtube or something i have uploaded that same video but it's just set it to private uh oh, okay yeah yeah stick it up why not yeah. you know what difference does it make no one yeah. watches it like sudden no exactly exactly but no um at the moment i was just looking through because i uh found all of my uh red dwarf better than life uh fan club magazines oh wow that's very cool whilst i was there so yeah like they were like all of the different oh that's nice i've uh, never seen these yeah these were only like sent out to the fan club members that's awesome and i just remember whilst we was talking for some reason it came into my head that a young me had because there's a section uh in oh, the magazine. like a letter section or something oh there is a letter section but there's also a pen pal section oh god i used to do that too. i used to do the letters and the pen pal not not in that magazine but in other magazines when i because we're the same age yeah roughly. so i i was just wondering what the fuck i would have wrote as a kid <laughs> so, so you advertised yourself in yeah the pen pal section yeah so oh, yeah. have you got it there? That's what I'm just looking to see if I could actually... Oh, you can't find it yet. I'm going through the magazines to see if I can actually find it. I I would have thought that... I'm not going to lie. I, I'll say it right here. Like I'm that old. I'm, I'm about to turn 40 in this stupid pandemic. Yeah. I had my first girlfriends mm-hmm. from pen pal sections in uh, magazines. Yeah. I really did. How did that go? Oh, uh, fun for a short time, uh, soul destroying for a while. Oh, I I I found it. I found it. But to be honest, I'm (laughs) I I'm quite disappointed in. (laughs) I'm quite disappointed in my length, which is the story of my life. (laughs) And oh, because I'm. So many people have put like a good like fucking paragraph. Yeah. Which a, one's a, like, one, mine is this tiny fucking one. <laughs> the smallest one. The, the smallest fucking <laughs> one. And it says, "I'm a 13-year-old red dwarf, Star Trek, and Spice Girls fanatic." Oh my god! Did you put that in there? Yeah. Attract all sorts of weirdos. <laughs> Looking for male or female, aged between 13 to 19, 
who lives in the USA or England for pen pal. And then my There's name no and address. Else. No, that's you, it. You better not be from Australia. Yeah. Fuck you, Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to be honest, so many people that have wrote in uh, these yeah, the uh, same things. I'm just, I'm just like, they're all into the same shit. I'm like, maybe I should write to them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's the way to go. That's it, because uh, I one just caught my eye. It was like, loves Earthworm Jim. I was like, fucking Earthworm Jim? <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, what a time in the 90s. Yeah. Gotta love it. 14-year-old female, totally obsessed with Red Dwarf. I want loads of pen pals who will actually write to me, unlike some. I also like X-Files, reading, writing, eating, most British comedies, great. and I, some I, I... science fiction. When I'd go through the pen pal section, I did write to a couple of blokes who I'm still friends with today. Like I, I had a pen pal from a magazine who became like one of the uh, like the best man at my wedding sort of thing years later. Amazing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was always the girls <laughs> I'd go for first. It's like, oh, my God, you like the same shit as me. Fuck, it's a girl. And they yeah. like shit. <laughs> yeah, like this. That's unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. If, and I did, uh, funny from that shit, uh, like little advert that I put in there, I did actually, you know, like get like about three letters off of people. Oh, good. No, so no, I, I, I did have a lot of fun. Like, like I said, I did get genuine lame teenage girlfriends, which either scarred me or didn't. Yeah. I scarred them, or they scarred me. More. <laughs> But, Whatever's uh, more likely. <laughs> but some of some of the stuff uh, from the pen pal stuff in magazines was like people from other areas in the world, and that was actually quite interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone was from like uh, Australia or like Argentina, it's like God, like they live in a different world. So yeah. it, it kind of is like a different planet. Like when they start telling you like they haven't got this, they haven't got they haven't got the rights to all the things that you do. It's it's pretty interesting fascinating really oh it definitely is definitely is and also i know how much you um enjoyed seeing um something on the room tour when Mm. i showed you the video you you specifically said oh that's amazing oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about i'll let you reveal it if you're so oh no so no so i just thought i'd share with you that i still have my collection of gladiators oh that is nice magazines oh that's very cool i actually always loved gladiators but i never got a single one of them I'm not sure yeah. i even saw them. gladiators goes live oh that's, that's awesome first issue and then yeah now i got the uh, wolfman wolfman jet. jet yeah that poster came oh, out of this magazine and it was on my wall for ages. I bet it fucking was. <laughs> fucking love Jet. Yeah, I'm going to try not to say too much about that just in case my wife and kids ever listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> All I say is Jet. <laughs> oh, um, dear. Actually, will tell you. That's it. I, th- it. I think everybody of a certain age had a thing for Jet. Like, honestly, I'm just going to say this for the record. Like, anyone can talk about UK. Well, it's not called UK, but just gladiators. Mm-hmm. 
and just say, oh, who was your favourite male gladiator? Everyone's going to say, like, oh, mine was Hunter, mine was Cobra, mine was Wolf, mine was this. You say woman gladiator. If anyone says anything but Jet, you'd just be like, what? What is wrong what with you? What are you talking about? How is it not Jet? And that's the thing. The, the only other answers that I would accept uh, that I go, okay. Lightning! Exactly, it's not lightning. It's lightning. Uh, I also really liked Panther. Mm-hmm. I, I think they literally, you know, apart from Jet, they were the three most, uh, uh, yeah, two or three other most pushed uh, mm-hmm. women gladiators. But yeah, Jet, like, obviously the producers and the directors, like, they knew to go with Jet. Oh, absolutely. For several reasons. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, she, uh, she was, but also she was fucking good. She was a... Yeah, I just said several reasons. I'm not going into those reasons. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> One of those being that she was extremely competent at being a gladiator. Just the same way that they chose Shadow for the uh, like the cotton buds thing because he was fucking on steroids and he Ooh. kicked the shit out of people. Yeah. Oh fucking! I love that show so much. I was. Oh. I always when I was a kid, I was like, if it's still on the air, I want to go on it. When when I was very young, um, I had a weird habit of staying up very late at night. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch, uh, before Gladiators even existed, I used to watch American Gladiators. That's literally what it's called, American mm-hmm. Gladiators. You'd think they would have named that after, but they didn't. It was always called that. And I really enjoyed it. And then like a year or so later, when they actually revealed on the same channel, ITV, that they were doing just gladiators not uk gladiators just gladiators i was like wow i can't believe this exists and then suddenly everybody else loved it just as much as i did and it was like the biggest thing for like four or five years maybe and you know what going back and watching gladiators because i i can still enjoy watching old episodes of gladiators if i put that on it's one of the few programs where Two adults who are nearly 40, one 16-year-old and one 5-year-old. Everyone in the room loves it. Yeah, honestly. And uh, I don't know if it's even been... Because I know Challenge used to show it, but I don't know if any of the actual TV channels show it anymore or whether it's just like finding it on YouTube. Yeah. But um, if you go back and watch... What really upsets me is going back and watching the first season of Gladiators is that... Three quarters of those fucking seats are empty, like oh, in the audience. Bad, yeah, that's that's not right. We but, could have been in them. I know that's that's the thing because obviously at that point in time, no one knew what the fuck Gladiators was. So how are they going to fill a stadium? Weirdo ten-year-olds that have been staying up till three thirty in the morning. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, but when they uh, when season two rolled around, it was packed, yeah. and I was. Just is it Manchester, it, Manchester or Birmingham or somewhere like that where they filmed it, I think. It was one of the two. Wait, is 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 the Evening News Arena? Yeah, is that Birmingham? Is that Manchester? I think. Yeah, I'm, I think that's Manchester. Wait, oh wait, was it? Where was Clay? No, am I lying? I might just be. I might just be. I might just be, I might just be thinking of where I went and watched Raw. Um. No, I, th- I think you're right. That sounds about right to me. It looks about the right size when you look at it on TV. It's not small. 
it was filmed in filmed okay this is once again fantastic podcasting um <laughs> No, no, no. I was lying. That's just where I went and watched WWE Raw being filmed. Uh-huh. It was it was filmed at the National Indoor Arena in Birmingham. Oh, okay. So my next question then is, Matt Warwick, you live in Birmingham. Surely you went to go and watch it being filmed. Uh, we actually spoke to Matt on a uh, Trekmate podcast like a year and a half ago or something about it. I don't think he mentioned it, so... Oh, I think that... he would have said if he had. We we were talking about it. You even put it as like the thumbnail or whatever. Yeah, no, it's true. He sh- yeah, no, sure. He he would have said it if he, he had. would have. He would have said, which makes me even. It, that makes me more angry than seeing the empty seats in season one. How dare you, man? How yeah. dare you not go? <laughs> you were <laughs> so right away. away. That's it. <laughs> what were your parents thinking? Yeah, no, that's it. And no, it doesn't matter how good at anything else they were. If you didn't go watch Gladiators, <laughs> they were bad parents. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you, Warren. <laughs> oh, but... I'm, I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> just Matt to clarify. Just to clarify. Right, that's the thing. It, up oh, the road. oh, oh, oh. Go on, can, we just, can we plug that? Go for it. Uh, yeah, so in the near future, uh, we're hoping... Once uh, all everything aligns, we're hoping to do a crossover episode with uh, Matt's new podcast, which he left. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it. I I will hold in my resentment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very very good. I, I'm I'm like four years back, so I'm listening to Matt and Ray, um, his podcast co-host from like four years ago, and I've I've told him that. <laughs> I'm jealous of the pre-COVID version of yourself. That's it. The bastards are still, still going to conventions it. and yeah. And oh. the, and the weird thing is, I went to some of those same conventions because I was living in the north at the time. I even saw Matt at some of them. Oh, how and he didn't you... mention me. He didn't bring me up on the bloody podcast. <laughs> he tries not to mention uh, Trekmate too often. <laughs> but, well, never at this point when I'm listening to it, which is fine. Yeah, oh, we we get one or two mentions through the year. Do we? Yeah, yeah, we get oh, a couple cool. of mentions. Oh, I look forward to that. Not very many and very brief. He likes to distance himself from the Trekmate brand. Oh, yeah, on all the episodes I've listened to, yeah, it's like he never did it. <laughs> <laughs> He's ashamed of us. We're his dirty little secret. Yeah, we were his warm-up. We were his warm-up girlfriend to his uh, proper girlfriend. <laughs> That's it. We weren't take home to your parents' material. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a girlfriend, but she's really dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like to talk about it. But in all honesty, uh, I do do love the offline game. Uh, Matt does a brilliant job. No, I, I really enjoy it, and I look forward to catching up eventually. The only reason I've not is because, same reason as always, I've got too many podcasts on the go at the same time. Funnily enough, I've um, just binge listened to um, a video game podcast that I really enjoyed. Um, I'm sure if Matt's listening to this, I know I've messaged him about it, but he would enjoy it. It's called Extra Life, which is, yeah, it's with um, 
uh, to uh, stand up uh, that uh, well they do com uh, they do comedy but also do writing as well called uh, Keza McDonald and Eddie Gibson and one of them was on um, Go Eight Bit with Dara O'Brien. Oh, okay, I know, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's very, I, I really enjoy it. It's just a very okay. chilled out, relaxed uh, podcast. Like another one, I'm gonna have to put on the list, I guess. Yeah, and uh, they they get guests on each week, just not speaking about like podcasts, as in like po- uh, like. Uh, video games is in like video game news but basically just like everyone's like history of video games and stuff and because like mm. they're like they're uh, comedians and well known and that they've got plenty of um like uh, people that have been on tv and stand-up comedians on there as well i, I would say honestly being a fan of trek mate before i became part of it like that can be just as interesting as as the the subject matter of, of the podcast itself. Just just hearing how people got into it, like that's almost before I even came along, and you did it for me before I was even part of it. Like just hearing how people got into what they what the subject matter is of that podcast. It's it's just interesting. It's just nice to know. Like even if you're never going to meet these people, it's just just cool knowing different people's experiences. I think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think it, it is nice to get those different opinions. It, so. It's nice when someone's got the same sort of or same or similar story to you, and then when it's a completely different story to you, that's interesting, mm-hmm. just as interesting. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. We, uh, it, which, to be honest, we don't get many new people on the podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, but we will. And that, we, we will change do. that. We, we've got an interesting guest coming soon as long mm-hmm. as i can fix whatever's going on with me or find a happy medium of only having two drinks and not being too drunk <laughs> before they come on and not like saying something stupid mm-hmm. uh, which i i think that's probably going to be what we have to do even if i get my scan yeah and i know what it is i, I think that's still going to be the most sensible option for me just just have couple of drinks don't don't well i'm not right now i don't think i am now i'm like no no you're fine i've got a few drinks in right now and I, i'm fine it's just um mm-hmm. no. but, uh, at the least i can write something down but yeah i think that the person i i had slash have lined up i think people will really enjoy and appreciate us getting on and you'll understand mm-hmm. what people understand what i mean once it happens absolutely and uh, you're right that uh, they will appreciate it and enjoy it and i'm looking forward to speaking to that person as well and also after that person i would like to try and make you know if we can't do anything else with 2021 with the pod like make more of an effort with that in general and and i'm not saying you I, i mean me i guess you know just just reach out to people i'll just reach out to people and just try Mm-hmm. which is what I did with this person. I just thought, they might not want to do it. They might just say, nah, I'm all right. But, like, they were totally cool with it and just said, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. So I'd like to do that with more people and just see where we go. But the right people, not Manu. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. People. No, well, that's it. I, uh, and we Saying that, if should... you are listening, Manu, like, I'll take that back. Like, you can come on. Like, if you want to have an argument as well as a laugh. <laughs> We could do a bit of both. 
No, I was a really good character, actually. I was way more important than you think I am. I was actually supposed to be Seven's son. Did you realise that? No, you didn't realise that, man. Sorry. (laughs) How could they? They killed me without actually getting me back. They killed me twice. You bloody (laughs) bastard. No, in all honesty, no, I don't want Manu on. It's one of the few where you could like afford yourself to say that, but yeah. So, oh. Other people's Manu's level, if you can just chill when you fight your own ball so much. Like, huh? you if, if you could not be a Derek Lyons about it. Oh. Someone's going to hashtag him now. Derek Lyons is hashtag upset to the max. Oh, no, I say that in jest. I do genuinely. I know you do. Love that. No, I do love Derek in his own way, in, yeah. in my own way. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I do say that in jest because I do, I do genuinely like him. Yeah, majority of people won't even know who he is. No. <laughs> Which no is... Der- Der- yeah, yeah. For context, like Derek, like he probably isn't listening to this unless some loser is like. Derek, listen to this. You got. I love you, man. But you've got to listen to this. These guys are taking the piss. <laughs> We're not. We're not, by the way. No. No. But no, Derek was um, a guest at our first convention that we did, Trek On, mm-hmm. where we were way over ambitious in all the wrong ways. Instead of paying a shitload of money for Chris Barry to come to our event, <laughs> which would have sorted everything out, or Craig Charles, or even Robert Llewellyn. Or Danny John Jules. Or we decided not. to pay loads of money to a bunch of people from Star Wars <laughs> instead of Star Trek at a convention that we literally called Trek On. <laughs> the further away we get from it, the more ludicrous it sounds. I know. Yeah, but I love it. No, I love looking back. <laughs> like it, yeah, the further away it gets, the funnier it gets and like the happier the memories sort of become. Like, yeah. even though we both know that on that day it was, like, both, like, hand, head-in-hand Picard moment where we're just like, oh, no, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but now we can look back and laugh. But, um, but no, Derek, I think, is a stormtrooper. He no. is definitely... No, he's not a stormtrooper. No, he's a no. medal. He's a sort of medal bearer at the end, even though the real medal bearer is Nick Joseph... It's yeah. very, very nice. And the two of them don't get on and won't be on the stage. No, Derek refuses to be on the stage. This is a proper curtain drawing section of yeah. uh, Trek Mate right here. <laughs> Derek refuses to be on stage with, Nick, with Nick, even though Derek is the one that advertises himself more as the medal bearer, even though when you watch it on screen, it's clearly Nick Joseph. Yeah, uh, it, it, he's the medal bearer that basically walks uh, in the background behind when they're giving it out. But so also, that's not a medal bearer, is it really? He's, he's holding one of the medals. Oh, okay. So he's the there are medal, two bearer medal bearer to the medal bearer. Yeah, really? there are two medal bearers, uh, but also he did play a guard. Yeah, in the in, same scene. In the same, in the same scene. fucking scene, yeah. In the yeah. same five-minute thing. Yeah, it's it's the same uniform. They just whacked a head uh, like a helmet on him. But if you speak to Derek or see him on any YouTube, or he's on the Estuary nineteen seventy seven DVD or whatever, he is 
a very interesting, enthusiastic guy. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could draw the curtain back even more, but I don't want to. Like, because I do like Wayne Stayen, even though we've probably already ruined it for ourselves. I do really like the guy. Yeah. No, I do. Probably like hate it already for everything we've said, but um, yeah. Yeah. I, I doubt he'll listen to this, but if anyone ends up pointing him to The it, only way he'll listen to this is if, like I said, some loser on Facebook who's got so little to do with their time says, like, Derek, you've got to listen to this, mate. Yeah. Or, this will ruin your rep. Or if uh, Wayne names the podcast the one don't, where we use the slag off. Just don't. <laughs> no, I really do like it. Yeah, like, I do. I can imagine lots of scenarios where... I could actually hang out with the guy and whether they're true or not, I can, <laughs> I can imagine him telling lots of funny stories. <laughs> yeah, so me and Harrison Ford, yeah, we were, we were in this... Oh, Luke Skywalker walks <laughs> Oh, his Facebook feed is amazing because... And the then Leia is... came in and we went, went back to my room. Because... <laughs> He's got so many, uh, he's he's met so many famous people through being an extra in so yeah, many things. He did a good little run for a while in being in some of the biggest films of our youth. But it is, but the thing is, it's it's one of the things where he's, uh, he's an extra. Uh, well, what do they call it? Background performers, they like being called, I think. I don't know. Isn't it? I, I would. It, it, Derek, to me, no offence, buddy, is the definition of an extra. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but so, I don't think he sees it that way. And oh no, he doesn't see it that way. And uh, the, the funny thing is, there is a portion of extras who see themselves as like one of the most important things within. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and we we've, we've come into contact with that a lot, up close and personal. <laughs> Yeah, but funnily enough, I was watching a um, crime drama on Channel Four, uh, not yesterday, the day before, uh, called Des, which stars um, mm-hmm. uh, it stars why is his uh, David Tennant. Okay, yeah, he's very good. Really yeah, like. he's. I don't watch Doctor Who, by the way, but I do like uh, David Tennant. He's a brilliant actor, and in this, he's mm. playing. Uh, wait, wait, am I thinking of the right one? I've watched so many fucking crime dramas. No, wrong one. That was another one with David Tennant, but it was fucking brilliant. Uh, so if you're looking for a good crime drama, three-parter, Des, but that's not the I one. I will, yeah. I will check that out. That's not the one I was on about. Um, no. This also, was... on Netflix, there's a, uh, there's a series which they filmed in multiple different countries. Just, I think it's just called Criminal. Yeah. Like criminal United Kingdom, criminal France, criminal mm-hmm. Spain, and criminal yeah. Germany. Fucking awesome. All it is is an interview room. But it requires absolutely perfect actors mm-hmm. because all it is is one hour of a police interrogation interview room where it's just two to three police and like one potential criminal and their lawyer. And it's just an hour in that room. But you have a story in that one hour. And David Tennant is in one of them. And he's a git in it. And it's fucking excellent. He's in the United Kingdom one. 
I'll check that out because very, very good. All, all the ones other than the United Kingdom, they're in their native language. Yeah. And you have to watch it in subtitles, but they're just as good. If I'll you, definitely check that out because you're patient been enough to do that. We've been watching a lot of crime stuff, and they've been absolutely Us loving too. it. Yeah. And, uh, but Des is uh, what it's a true story one about a guy in the eighties who um, it basically. I'll tell you the very beginning of it. Yeah, don't, it, don't give spoilers to me or anyone else. Saying that, it's based on a true story. So if yeah, you know yeah, but actual, still, I don't know who Des is, so don't tell yeah. me. Don't tell me. No, it um, is just okay. I'll tell you this. No, oh no, okay. There's, it's just this one fucking. It's so many. He's a. It's just this guy who seems so run of the mill, so normal, so deadpan, who just ends up being a serial killer. I thought you were going to say he was an extra who turns up at conventions and <laughs> kills the convention organisers for talking shit about him on the podcast. No, that, that one's coming out next year. Yeah, I think yeah. it is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they said what? It's just this one bit where he's going, so, so uh, he's in the interrogation room and he's uh, being asked, like, so how many dead bodies uh, did you have in the house at any one time? And David Tennant just goes, well, I don't know. It's not like he ever did a fucking stock take or anything. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I was just, it just made me piss myself laughing. Uh, I, it's, I can't recommend it enough. But no, in this that one... sounds good. What's that one? Uh, I think that one was... 4OD, did you say? I think that was 4OD. I'm oh, I'm pretty up. sure it's. No, it's all right. He's uh, easy enough. To look up on Wikipedia or whatever. For OD. Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I'm sure it is. Um, but this one series, it was. Um, oh no, sorry, I've lied. It's on ITV player. Oh, that I don't on... know about ITV player. Got all yeah. the nasty TV license letters still in the post today, scaring my wife. <laughs> believe in what I believed seven years ago. The TV detector fans out there. Uh, no, but you can watch ITV Player because as long as you're yeah, not I watching know. ITV Live. Yes, I know that. But fucking these letters, honestly, they get worse. I swear, they just go to their lawyer every sort of six months. Like, how much nastier can we make it sound? It. How much nastier can we make it? Like, you know believable to, to, to these people whose name we don't even put on the envelope but just like to the occupier you're under investigation we're coming round soon you're fucked we know you've been watching shit <laughs> oh yeah it really does get worse like, no. like I stopped believing it years ago and we've even talked about it on the pod but they are arseholes mm-hmm. oh yeah they've given up with me I just get I get yeah. an email once a year just saying do you yeah, still not like, need it I, I have actually said to Sarah, like, Wayne, as far as this TV license bullshit is concerned, is an inspiration to me. <laughs> like, fuck them. Like, I've literally said to Sarah this week, like, just let me deal with them. Like, if they come to the doorstep, what do you think I'm going to say? Like, it's a global pandemic. You're trying to, like, come in my house because you think I'm watching BBC One. Fuck off. Yeah, that, uh, I haven't no, seen but, BBC One in a decade. Leave me alone. But also these uh, these uh, TV license guys that go round, they don't actually have any authority to enter your house. No, but th- th- their letters are getting better. Yeah. Oh, I, I can imagine. Their letters, like I think they're realizing, oh, all these OO, uh, OAPs we've been targeting for years, they're all dying off. 
we've yeah. got to target the 40 somethings the 50 somethings like yeah but we're born in this decade like let's make it sound more real and like but well, at the we... end of the day it says to the occupier it doesn't yeah. say to you to wayne no. to jude yeah you know it's, they're just assholes the one the one that gets me now is also they include like if you, you need a tv license if you watch any live streams on youtube oh well that you've seen an even newer one than me then but yeah that's out of order that is an absolute lie like, how can you fucking justify that you can't yeah. it's like fuck off you don't own the internet that's it that's what i said they 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 finished with the oaps in their mind they're all dying yeah. <laughs> So exactly. now they're coming after our generations and it's like, oh, you will pay us. You know, we will trick you. And it's like, no, you won't. Leave us alone. Yeah, this is where we find out that one of the Trekmate listeners is a TV license enforcer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you. <Whoever> you <laughs> uh, but no, um, uh, the series I was thinking of was uh, White oh, House just, Farm. Just for the record, like I've said in the past, apologies to anyone who listens to this podcast, like on a speaker at work. Sorry. <laughs> except if you're a tv license enforcer yeah except that you could fuck right <laughs> we're gonna get the wolf man to come around your house oh i would uh, we're not we're not sending around not john fashion what was the referee's <laughs> name of course no. we're oh. not gonna get to stop him the wolf man's just gonna go all out on you no it, it, uh, john anderson john anderson yeah we're making John Anderson stay will go on my first whistle. <laughs> uh, I love that guy so much. I hope yeah. he's still alive. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this uh, series was called White House Farm, uh, which is another uh, like uh, crime drama, uh, which was really good, uh, enjoyable, based on a true story. And... Um, as they're having like a wake and uh, one of the main characters is walking down the garden. I was like, Oh, there's Tina Simmons. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's in a lot. Yeah. Another track on original, uh, guest guest. Nice but, lady. Yeah. The just it, once again, we, we just loaded that convention with extras. Oh, fucking hell. Did we too many fucking extras? There were some very nice people there. Oh, they lovely people. I just wish, in hindsight, we'd just gone, here's Max Gredenchik, here's Danny John Jules. Bam. Boom. Or I would have even just gone, okay, here's Max Gredenchik, here's the DeLorean, we're in a smaller venue. Even better. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Even better. Because <laughs> they wouldn't, like, even, like, oh, dear, honestly, fucking almost... I, I, to be honest, though, it is actually something I've been thinking about on and off for the last few weeks, mainly because I've been going through photos and stuff on my computer and phone. But I'm I'm very proud of the free events that we've put on. I'm I'm very proud of that. You know, like other than having an excellent family, mm-hmm. I don't really know what I can present to be proud of of of, of what I've done, and and most of it was your work. Uh, I helped well, where I could, but I'm I'm still definitely proud of of what we both did together. Even though, yeah, no, it's it, I'm very proud of the conventions because the thing is, whoever went to that first convention, they all turned around and said we put on a good con. It's just that we didn't get the numbers. We did. So, 
we did our best. We did a lot of things right, but we just did some things wrong, and some things were just we just couldn't help. And, and uh, like when I occasionally when I go in my attic, I've got a I don't know who bought it. I don't know where it came from, but there's like a toy lightsaber in a box. And it was signed by every single one of our guests. And whenever I'm like having a clear out or trying to make some money, I look at it and think, oh, I could sell that. And every single time I look at it, I just think, no, I'm never going to sell that. Mm. But I don't care if I don't really care about that particular person. Mm -hmm. Like just it's just a symbol of like everything we did. And they were proud to sign that, to say that they were there. Mm -hmm. And like to me that's almost worth as much as if uh, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo signed it to me, in a way, you know, because it, it, I, I'm very proud of it. And it's, it also, it makes me uh, feel good when every so often, speaking of Derek Lyons, uh, every, uh, when he's sharing posts of him with photos with other people, he does, uh, he shares photos of him with other people at our convention. And it's like, yeah. it, like not saying like this was at Trekcon, but like, I'm just like, oh, that was Archon. Yeah, yeah, no, I've noticed that as well. And uh, it was a massive, uh, I don't know, I, I can't think of anything better to say than ego boost. It didn't feel like that on the day, but uh, we had another guest there who, honestly, at this moment, I've forgotten what his name is. You'll probably remember before I do. But we had a stormtrooper there that day who claims to be the stormtrooper who put Han Solo in the carbonite. That is and Alan... Alan Shepard. Alan Shepard. And on the day, without your permission, I, I spoke to him about how I'd been depressed. And mm-hmm. I basically explained how I've been depressed, but Wayne's been even more fucking depressed than me. Mm-hmm. And he was just so nice about it. He was just like, you know, oh, don't worry, mate. You know, like, carry on. Don't don't worry about what's happened today. Take all the positives and all stuff like that. I can't remember exactly what he was saying. And I just remember saying something to him along the lines of, like, do you know what? Parts of my day today have been really shit. <laughs> but having a stormtrooper from one of my favourite films and one of my favourite film franchises of all time, like, tell me to cheer up. And it'll be all okay. It's just fucking awesome. So thanks for that, mate. I, yeah. I really appreciate that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was. Uh, and even though he signed pictures for us both, I think I've got one for you in my house, which I've never given you. No, I was going to say I don't think I've got one. <laughs> no, because you just said, you know, give it to me next time you see me, and that hasn't been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was a that was one of the highlights of that. The, of that day for me you know having a stormtrooper you know whether he did put Han Solo in the carbonite or not I don't know you know mm-hmm. maybe he knows he doesn't know I don't know he might just be angling that to make himself it doesn't yeah. matter he, he's a nice guy and mm-hmm. uh, yeah that meant a lot that day to me yeah oh yeah no that's the thing they were all really nice people yeah and everybody there and one hundred of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, unfortunately, it's one of the things of just as you said, financially they were fine because I. Oh but, yeah, they were but, good. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason why anyone there that day uh, who was on that side of the table wouldn't have been happy. Yeah, I. That's the thing. I'd I wish I was there. Their bill, so <laughs> it was yeah. fine. So, but yeah, no, it is. 
I have I the my biggest regret from Trek on I think other than obviously I can't change what happened but I think if I had managed to not let myself get so depressed about it if I managed to actually take that in that was the most the day. upsetting bit of the day for me like I was upset and depressed in my own way but the saddest thing was seeing like my best mate at the time and now uh, seeing how upset you were and just knowing that there's nothing I can really do. I can only sit next to you and say, let's try and ignore the negatives. Let's try and focus on the positives. But I understand why you are, why you are. You're deeper into this than I am, like financially, and I completely get it. So uh, even as I'm saying that, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably making this worse, but what what can I do? Mm. No, yeah, no. And, and sometimes even saying like, you know, if you're that bad... Just stay where you are, like, because that conversation was at the front desk when mm-hmm. most people had come in already, and I was just like, just stay here, and I'll I'll try and do all this stuff back there. It's already a, a bit of a mess, but yeah, and that's the thing. It's like th- certain things are going on, and I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We had a, a few people. We had some people that day that were very willing to help. And they did uh, help it go smoother. Um, and then they returned in following years. And I'm grateful to them. And I'm not judging them. But there was people that were trying to help it go smoother that day and didn't return in following years, which I understand her. Yeah. Uh, I totally do. But it'd be nice to see them all one day. I, I always think it'd be nice to see them all at a convention, whether they're helping or just as a guest, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, so that'd be something to look forward to in the future if if ever life goes back to normal and we'll have a another sci-fi palooza in the um, Kings Langley what's it called community center yeah yeah it's much better there like anyone who went to that knows how good it was and Mm -hmm. I know it's a cheap plug it's a cheap plug for something that doesn't exist but I would say to people that didn't go to the last two we had given all this shit that's going on, you're thinking and feeling the same things we are. Come to the next one. When we finally do do it again, I don't know if we'll have any... Well, maybe John will come, John Carrigan. Mm-hmm. He's a more awesome dude, and he's worth meeting. Uh, but even if we have John or no one, or we manage to get someone like Max Cross again, which would be awesome... Mm-hmm. Which is it's possible, given all this shit, maybe we will just save up the money just between me and you to do that. But uh, but yeah, come along, people, because it's one that's worth doing, I think, after all this nonsense. And you're probably 90% less likely to catch COVID yeah. <laughs> than one of the big events. Like, we'll try and stop that from happening. Like, we'll, we'll beat keep... you with a stick if you're not wearing a mask. We'll keep the windows open. Yeah, <laughs> just just have like foam baseball bats. Like, get that fucking mask on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, like if and when we ever do do it again, I highly recommend people to choose that over the bigger events because I certainly will. Like, especially if I'm scared mm-hmm. of going to the big ones, I'll be like, okay, if we feel happy enough to do this. And we are in ourselves are the enforcers of the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to knock anyone's head off, but I will say, like, 
you know, if it's still going on, please wear a mask, please be respectful and all that sort of stuff. Like, uh, and that's the thing. We'll be the ones setting out seats for the things that are going on and stuff. So, yeah, I, I potentially look forward to that way more than any potential bigger event. I'll just say that. And I thing, don't believe that they're happening. No. And the thing is, it, we've already turned around and ruled out this year just because mm. we don't want to build up any false hope. So, no, I think 2022 for now is a safe, mm, not a safe bet, but a safe thing to hope for. Yeah, exactly. And uh, all of the stallholders that come, they uh, all uh, have expressed that they're coming back because they oh, enjoyed awesome. it every year. Very, very good. Every year. That that was the one really good thing from Trek On that carried on into the two sci-fi paloozas was some of the traders were so nice oh we kept the best ones we did we even had um traders who were just um attendees Mm -hmm. at the first one who became traders Mm -hmm. because jeff you know i'm talking about you jeff if you're actually still listening (laughs) who uh decided to become traders you know like oh we could do this Mm -hmm. there were some arsehole traders that track on oh there was and they're not listening no they're nowhere Um, near listening no they they were absolute dicks and but all of the other traders called them out for being dicks yeah and we shat on their table at the end yeah but we would have had to have cleared that up oh yeah yeah Yeah. regretful yeah (laughs) (laughs) they'd already gone (laughs) but yeah you are listening just know that we did do that after you left (laughs) Just to spite you. Well, we did. <laughs> we regretted it instantly. Yeah, because we realised <laughs> we had to clean it up ourselves. <laughs> oh, but and yeah, no, I think it, it, I am tempted to get Max back. I am. Give, give, given everything that's going on, I keep saying this all the time. We don't know how long this is going to go on. So by mm. the time this is all over, you don't know what you're going to be happy to save up for money is mm-hmm. what you would be grateful for what you thought was like something that you wouldn't have done before and then mm-hmm. suddenly you're like fuck it i've waited three years for this <laughs> like why yeah. not and max is that sort of thing where in case people didn't know we love max he's a really really nice guy awesome guy really super cool but unlike most star trek actors uh, american star trek actors he doesn't live in america he lives in austria which makes it more tempting, affordable. yeah, yeah, affordable to uh, pay for him and his family to come across this, which is what we did before. So we had basically paid for Max and his family to have a short holiday. So mm-hmm. obviously he's going to be super grateful for that. But him and his family are very lovely people. Uh, that was, uh, for me, the highlight of oh, Trek On was that opening night that first night before the yeah it, it's bad to say but it wasn't the actual convention but both of our highlights was the the night before a dinner with uh, our main staff mm-hmm. and uh, max and his family and and it was absolutely lovely just speaking to them and trying not to get too drunk while eating harvester food or not harvester premier inn or something no it was um toby carvery then Oh, to- oh, Toby's part of the, the thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Toby Carberry was next door to the Premier Inn. And trying to explain to Max what this was and that was. and Yeah, a roast dinner and why a Yorkshire pudding isn't actually a pudding. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, funny. No, and and the thing is, I know that getting him back, fucking, uh, we will definitely be having another dinner with him. We'd be enjoying yeah, his I, company again. Yeah, definitely don't want to give hints to other potential uh, smaller convention organisers, but but no, no, sod that. No, like I would say to Max, Max, don't go to them. Come to us. If someone else, yeah. someone else is making you an offer, just give me and Wayne nine months to yeah. make the same offer. And come to our thing instead. That's because it. I, I like him that much. But, uh, you know, even if everyone's already got his autograph, like I'll get his autograph again. I'll just say yeah. every DS9 piece of merchandise I own, like I'll bring it in and get you to sign because he, he's that nice. He's so lovely. So mm-hmm. lovely. And uh, it, honestly, I would... It, He's one of those, when we turn around and uh, discuss conventions, and we just turn around and say... We're doing it for us. If other mm. people come and enjoy themselves, fantastic. I just but, wish it had been at one of the, the sci-fi paloozas instead, in a way, to be honest. But, yeah, but the but thing is... Hopefully if, that will happen. Maybe, maybe that's just a goal we've got to set for ourselves. With Trek on, the, uh, the bar was set too high with too unrealistic expectations. But yeah. at the same time, if I had put on... A convention like the Sci-Fi Palooza as our first convention, would I have got it out my system? What do you mean? Of thinking that we could be bigger than, like, I would be. I think I would still end up taking some form of huge risk at some point. No, I honestly do believe if we'd gone for the Sci-Fi Palooza instead of Trek on, you would have mm-hmm. left a much happier guy. Oh, really... that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But I think. But if you just switch it with, you know, making Max was there, but maybe all the Star Wars mm-hmm. people weren't. Yeah. As nice as they might be. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, as well, is it's learning to say no as well, because when you put on a convention, you get contacted by a lot of people all saying, like, can I come? Can I come? Yeah, every and, time. Fucking hell, yeah. And it's like, no. It's not enough. The more longer you do it, the easier it is to say, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're good. Thanks. Sorry. And so, yeah, the the next convention, I think we could almost call it now. But our next convention will more than likely have two guests, and they will be Max Gradenchik and John Carrigan. Yeah, that that'd be absolutely perfect. I think John being John, and if he's happy to put some sort of. Uh, uh, workshop on like he did last time which mm-hmm. looked great and i was having health problems then as well different ones to what i'm having now so i didn't take part but i, I was just I've, I've been watching videos of it today in fact oh. and uh it was brilliant just just really good i wish i could have taken part in that and he's another really nice guy who loves the franchise of star trek and he loves being at conventions and meeting the fans and and that's what you want Mm-hmm. so yeah if we were to do a convention again i've got to be completely honest they would be the perfect two guests yeah so i was just have to I, i'd pick the same two people yeah and the thing is as well then it i think we would well we've loved 
every single palooza that we've put on. Honestly, I think there's all sorts of stuff we could come come up with, you know, that we didn't before. Like, like honestly, like just just off the top of my head, you could sort of like write a scene for John and Rom on yeah. stage, like get Max to act as Rom and uh, John to be whoever the hell he wants, like a Klingon, a mm-hmm. human, a Starfleet guy, whatever you want. Just write a small scene. God, would people love? That? I would love that. I yeah. would absolutely if it was one minute long, you know, and you just wrote something funny with a tiny bit of violence in where John punches Max yeah. and Max falls on the floor or something, you know, like just that'd be so funny. Probably be safer to get Max to punch John. John, yeah, uh, John oh, yeah, a... yeah, actually, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, just a yeah, gentle punch from Max to John and John like oversells it. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But yeah, it's all sorts you could do, and um, I know they appreciate each other's company and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do that when you've got a lot of people in the room. Yeah, but I know uh, Derek Lyons refers to Max and everyone at that convention as one of his great mates. Yeah, but I wonder if I asked Max, do you know who Derek Lyons is? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever? No, he might be like, what? <laughs> Well, in fact, I know he was. <laughs> oh, dear. It is funny. <laughs> Go, oh, dear. I, I thought that we'd steered away from Slate and Derek. Sorry, Derek. Sorry. Sorry. We do love you, honestly. Yeah. You're a great mate. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if Derek ever wants to come to the conventions for free yeah. or for a very, very, very low cost, in other words... We'll pay for your lunch. And I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like, that's cool. That's very cool. Like, we're happy to do that. But if it involves hotels, taxis, or anything yeah. else other than lunch, we just can't do it. I'm just we, it we've learned that there back. is as much as... And the thing is, certain guests are really, as we said, really, really nice people. And they're great people. And I don't um, feel... I, I, I don't wish... Like I don't mean to sound horrible about it, no, but the no, thing is, definitely not. No, I well. wish them all I guess well. Yeah, because they've they need to be making money uh, for like yeah, just to live, and but we so, understand that. So do we. But well, well, we don't need to make money, but we don't need to be losing money, which is what happened with the first and the was it the second or third? Just the second, first and the second. second. Yeah, yeah. And the the thing is. Unless you're putting up the big names, you're not going to pull in the people. No, so when you're pulling, when you're asking the middle names like Hattie, mm-hmm. from Red Dwarf, like even that was like that was the yeah. mistake of that year. She's really nice. She's a lovely lady. I gave her a lift home and stuff, and mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. That was one of my highlights of that year. Like Holly's in my fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but no, like the money it cost us to to have her there, which is fair enough, um, mm-hmm. didn't make sense. No, and it, it so with all of that money that you're, but but now, like I, I was kind of joking, but if we'd had Chris Barry, Danny John Jules, I think that might have made the difference because if you'd had them, if you were saying you're going to pay pay this ridiculous amount, you may as well pay another amount to advertise it in a magazine or something yeah on a 
website and then if you've done that then you might just make that money back from a Mm -hmm. shitload of people coming to meet that person because they're just yeah no offense to hattie slash holly like Mm -hmm. if you've got a main characters from a show you're a lot more likely to have uh, yeah people you know they're also not just main characters from a show they're main characters from several shows you know like some of the other ones yeah no exactly and it, it is a balance in x it is a balance in x but so for independent conventions i think we I know do... what we're doing it if and when we finally get to do one again whether it's john and max or whether it's other people mm-hmm. i have high hopes what well, you know i have good vibes about yeah. the next one It'll be, uh, that's the thing, I'll be happy to just keep on putting conventions at the level that we've been doing mm. every year, just because th- they are a great opportunity for us to get together. Everyone who has come has enjoyed themselves and returned, like, to I'd the following years. I'd be tempted to even contact some of the Americans, like, say, J.G. Hertzler or something, to say, J.G., do you think you could take a holiday on your own money around this time? And then we'll pay you some. We'll pay for your hotel while you're in this town. We'll pay for your taxis, yeah. but just pay for your own holiday. I don't suppose you could let here. us know when you're next going on holiday, could you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Like, who cares? If if these people say like, oh, never contact me again, just be like, all right, fine. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Like Dominic Keating or Marina Sirtis. You just said she's moved back. Like, but God, she's a fortune. Yeah. I don't mind passing that on to other podcasters or listeners or whatever. She is a fortune. We definitely yeah. considered her every time. And, like, our and wives would have never forgiven us if we'd booked her even once. No. No. That's the thing. We'd, we'd still be arguing about it today for people, for very sad people. <laughs> I Well, to be fair, it's like if, if we'd had Marina at track on and still pulled in the same numbers which to be honest i don't think we would i think we would have pulled in more numbers no i do i do believe that you know star power if you will brings in the numbers i do believe that Mm -hmm. which is why i always joke and say about chris barry and stuff like Mm -hmm. him being quite a big number would have still brought in more than the entire guest list of trek on for instance Mm -hmm. i believe that yeah what can you do exactly exactly so i suppose we better start rounding this podcast up we've been going nearly two hours yeah yeah uh, uh, we never actually said it in texts or phone calls but there was no subject for tonight but uh mm-hmm. i'm just glad we finally did it again and i hope people listening enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording do you, do you want to do a brief trek off maybe it's pretty fucking late i know that is 130 already do you want to do it's up uh, to you. you, don't, you one don't. Second. No, yeah, go for it. We'll have a very quick trek off then. Do you want to do like an exclusive chapter round, like something that we find easier, like Deep Space Nine or Next Gen or something like that? I'm not sure how we could do that randomly though. Because uh, we just say between these, we we say between these numbers and just make sure you don't look at the the things. Oh, okay. Go on then. Yeah, we'll do that then. We'll do Book that. One then. or two. Uh, you choose. I think I usually choose book two. So should we go book one? Okay, Nine? cool. We'll go for book one. Let's not 
Okay. So, yes, we have the definitive Star Trek trivia book, book two. Week one, one. Oh, one. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Let's see one tonight. Sorry, I picked. I it's meant right. to be get number one, but I ended up picking up the wrong one. Okay, so we're usually good on um, um, should we do Voyager? Because we're we're very we. Oh, I've got that in my kitchen. I've got yeah. that up on my wall in my kitchen. I love that photo. Um, I've already said today, but I was going to print out some. Uh, the photo I just mentioned, by the way, for audio listeners, is me, Wayne, Simon and Jamie uh, at uh, Sci-Fi Palooza, where for some reason we all start, well, pissed up. It's part of the reason. Yeah. Well, that was my reason. <laughs> we all signed it with gold and silver pens and like did four of them. Mm-hmm. But I've oh, got it in my kitchen. I've got, yeah, I, I like that. Hello, by the way, guys, if you're listening. Engage voice. Yeah, hope you're both doing well. Mm. Yeah, I really do. I really hope you're both doing well. Um, I've got um, book one, mm-hmm. section four is Star Trek Voyager. That oh, was one of the last things we were talking about, and that's one of the things I would like to talk about a lot as we start doing this again properly. Because mm-hmm. even though I've not been watching it, I do want to. So it is page. My eyesight's gone really bad. Uh, 67, 68. Okay, yeah. Like that one further the way through. So did you So did you want to do... Okay, let's... I'll tell you what. Shall we... You pick... Okay. So it goes to... Um, it's page 68 to page 87. Okay, I will go first with page, uh, what, page uh, 72. 68 to 87, so you're going 70. Okay, so you've got Tom Paris. Okay. So you can have 37 to 48. I'll have 46. Um, okay, it's so just a straightforward question. Name, name the... Sorry, I don't know... When I'm far away from this mic, if it's this might be a disaster. This podcast with the mic, but as long as you can hear me, it should be all right, shouldn't it? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, Uh, name the type of shuttle that Paris conceived. Oh, that uh, that was the oh shit. Um, Okay, Uh, this is half one in the morning. Brain uh, ticking along now. Um, shit. What is the prototype? Everyone knows what that, that fucking shuttlecraft is. Because they won't be on about, like, the Warp 9 one. They're on about the... What is that fucking shuttlecraft called? I know it. This is okay, this is annoying me, because this is a question that I know that I know. Um, Don't start looking stuff up. <laughs> no, I, no, I promise you. I, I'll even hold the book there so you know. Yeah. Um, it's... The, I'm gonna kick myself. I'm gonna abs- I'm absolutely gonna kick myself. It's no Prometheus is the other one. Uh, it's the do 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 do
Oh, oh god, my son hates it. My older son hates it when I do that when we're doing quizzes. I really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick myself because I, I know it, I know it, and I know that I know it because all I'm getting is like Galileo, God, you have to say it's, you're done. Yeah, um, it is the ah, uh, isn't it? I have, I have. I've, uh, I, I might have to give up because I, I'm being so thick. I know, I know it. Go on, then I give up. Not only are you gonna kick yourself, every single person, including me, is gonna kick you while you're down. Yeah. Delta flyer. Of course, it's the fucking Delta flyer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They even named their fucking podcast. I was just going to say, just for the record, guys, just in case you didn't know, there is a new podcast out there called The Delta Flyers, which me and Wayne have spoke about several times in the last six months. That is ridiculous. (laughs) I'm a dick. Okay, so I have between page... I'm trying not to look at the names. Between 68 to what did I say? Uh, No, it was uh, to uh, 87. 87. I'm trying to forget what I've just seen. So I'll just say 85. 85. Okie dokie. And you've got numbers 169 to 181. Who is it, though? It's miscellaneous. Oh, was it? Yeah. So what was the numbers? 169 to 181. I was born in 1981, so I'll go with uh, 181. Okay, you. it's very easy. Oh, good. Oh, actually, I'm re- potential to get it wrong there. Uh, I, no, I'm rereading it now. It might not be that easy, but it's multiple choice. Okay. Hard. In Future's End, part one, it was revealed that a seismic disaster known as the Hermosa quake caused the destruction of what major terrestrial city? Was it San Diego, Los Angeles, Atlanta, or Mexico City? Um, I would have said San Francisco, but it's making me think San Diego. Can you just give me the choices? Yeah. The choices were San Diego, Los Angeles, Atlanta... Or Mexico City. Oh, I don't know whether to say Los Angeles instead of San Diego, but I'm just going to go San Diego. Uh, that was number 181. It was Los Angeles. Oh, for fuck's sake. I kind of knew it as I said it. Yeah. Don't okay. worry. We're both on the equal keel with uh, screw-ups. Shall we do DS9? Oh, you want to swap? Yeah, shall we swap, swap it second? about? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, so where's DS? Oh, yeah, it's just it's chapter before, so... And then from... we'll finish on the TNG. Uh, so it ends in 66. It no, it ends in... Does it? It's 45 to 66. Oh, yeah, you're right. 66 to 45. So you're first, so don't look and just choose. I will go for 58. 58. I think I've mentioned it on the pod before, but my eyes have gone really bad in the last couple of years it's things that are closed up uh so 58 135 to 146 mm. 
Okay, you have uh, a multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from being a Dabo girl ooh, at Quarks, Lita was once described by Bashir as A, an aspiring Vedic, B, an amateur sociologist, C, a former gymnast, or D, a consummate pilot. I'm sure he said a former gymnast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that too, as I was reading them out. Yeah. Just have a think and a talk about that while I try and find it in the back. Because... Voyager. Yeah, that's the sort of thing... Well, not saying that Bashir's like one-track minded, but he would. I'm positive that he's said that she's a former gymnast. What what number was that? One four two. Is that your final answer? It is. Yeah. You're wrong. Oh really? An amateur sociologist. Oh really? Well, yeah. there you go. Who I know knew? what you mean. I know where you were coming from with that. Where. In the earlier series, he was a bit of a dirty bugger. But at the same time, I think he was kind of like trying to cover that up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I'm not as dirty as you think I am. And like he would say something like that instead, whether it was true yeah. or not. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, she's she's not just a Dabo girl. nice piece of ass. <laughs> she's actually really intelligent. She got an A once in science. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, it, just because of time I won't carry on okay <laughs> okay so um, uh, question so uh, page 45, 45 to what 66 66 to 47 47 is going to be Odo oh nice so questions 25 to 25 to 36 uh, 27 okie dokie 27 is who first recruited Odo to be chief of security aboard the station? Is it multiple choice or no? Um, it's what's his name? It's our our mate, um, the uh, bad guy. What the hell's his name? <laughs> Why has it gone from my head? Bit like the fucking Delta flyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone knows what it is. And I think everyone knows, I know what it is. It's uh, our main um, Goldacap before it was Gull. Of course it is. Of yes. course it is. Nice, easy win there for you. Okay, uh, okay. let's do our final questions on TNG then. TNG, so is that one before? The one before. So... It starts on one, uh, sorry, 43 ends on 43 to 25. 24. Oh, is it 24? 24. 43 to 24. 43 to 24. Okay, I will go for 29. 29 to 29. So bad. Okay, I'll say the numbers and then I'll tell you who it is. 49 to 60. Let's go 51. So it's your good mate from the caravan. Oh, it's Marina. It is. Uh, and it's just a straightforward question, no multiple choice. Uh, and I, I 
think I'm... Yeah, I know this. Yeah, yeah. Just as I said it, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I think you're all going to know what it is as well. I don't even need to turn to the back if you get it right. Okay. What is... And I always have trouble saying her name. What is Lawaxana's nickname for Diana? Okay. I'm not even going to look at the back because I know what it is. As long as you get it right, I'll give it to you. I can look in the back if it makes you and the no, I, happy. No, I no, do know what it is. No, I trust you. No, I'm trying to think. And if I've got it wrong, then please feel free to write in <laughs> on a postcard. That's it. <laughs> Um, but only if you want to discuss Red Dwarf, Star Trek, and the Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> and you live in America or the UK. Otherwise, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, this is going to be the one of the ones that I do know. I do know, but it's I'm going to be shit. Would I be correct in saying you need to get this one right to stay in the game? If you get this mm-hmm. wrong, I've already won. Yeah, yeah no, I uh, you've won if I get this wrong. Oh no. No, because I've only got one right. Yeah, so if I get this wrong, this is my third question. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Do you want me to repeat the question? I don't no. mind. You, you go on then, for the listeners. What was Lawaxana's nickname for Deanna? And I honestly swear, probably 75 to 95% of the listeners are probably like... Of course they are. Yeah. I'm, uh, that's the thing. If you listen to the, the I bet you've just said the Trek offs, I bet you've said it at some point in your Trekmate career. <laughs> yeah, so it's not could be something like Petal or like some sort of like normal sort of nickname. I remembered it as I was reading the question, which is why I've not even turned to the back. And as I said, if I've got it wrong, then shame on me. No, fucking shame on me because I'm that's all. I think that Luaxana's nickname for Deanna is Shag Muffin. <laughs> the regrettable mistake. Oh no. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yeah, I don't know. I can't think. As far as I remember. And I'm sure as soon as I say it, you'll say, yeah. oh, yeah, stupid me. <laughs> yeah. It's just little one. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Fuck me. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're absolutely right. It says it all the bloody time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so just to rub the salt in the wound, uh, mate, you can choose uh, between page... 24 uh, 24 and 43 no i'm just saying if you want to rub salt in the wound right okay uh what for tng yeah oh i've got a wife about to tell you off little i've got a little one of my own waking up in that case you maybe just leave it there you've you've won anyway yeah no, that was fun though. Like I wouldn't have minded who won, but uh, but yeah, it was very fun. Exactly. No, I enjoyed that. Thank you very much for joining us, mate. I'm glad that you've uh, managed to uh, record with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy to have done that. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. We'll uh, we'll try as hard as we can to get some Patreon stuff out there. Sorry to the few Patreons, mm-hmm. patrons. Yeah, we're calling you. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, we love you guys, and that was great, mate.
where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.